Welcome to The Breakdown. My name is Mason Medina, and here today we got with... Lucas Scott. We got with... What does that even mean? And who else? Logan. I got food in my mouth. Logan, food in his mouth. Come on, dude. <laughs> dude, yeah, why did you say that? We had a brilliant game of uh, Super Wild Card Weekend, and... Mm. It's so it's so interesting that they just add one team and they call it Super Wild Card. Yeah. Super good, that's why. Yeah. It was a fun time though, although Logan's dreams of, of making it to the Super Bowl with Tyler Huntley were crushed. Crushed. Super Bowl predictions already done. Super Bowl, yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl predictions are already his Super Bowl in the prediction toilet. was destroyed. Uh but me and Lucas are still hanging in there. Dude, we're we're go- Wait, what was your other team? Ravens and he went. He's going for a 2012 uh, throwback. Throwback yeah. in the Super Bowl. Uh, but we got a great episode for you today. We're starting off with just some uh, interesting things that we heard over the week at when, or yeah, just since last week. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say. Let's break it down. Yeah, let's break it down for you. <laughs> so before we get into everything, uh, we want to talk about one man and one man in particular. Um, one smart man. One smart, very smart man. Um, a genius, some might say. Not Hit. maybe not on the field. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe not as a head coach, but in general, he's a genius. Some may call him Himothy or Himbo or Himmy, mm. but his real name, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. He is currently in Thailand. Cliff Cliff Kingsbury. He got a one-way ticket to, to Thailand. Thailand. When I first saw this news come out, I was like, "What the heck, dude?" Out of out of playoff contention, but into Thailand. Literally, like days later, right? Yeah, laid off, and then right when he found out, probably just went on Expedia and booked a one way flight. Hundred percent, he had this ticket bought before even <laughs> before the season. <laughs> the ended. season ended. He said, "I'm not making it out alive." I wonder if he's moving there because they. It's a five year term that the Cardinals still have to keep paying him until it's paid out and i wonder if he's gonna move there for five years honestly that's i mean that's the that's the way to go if you're gonna go just go hard go all the way for sure um so and he's also a, he's an absolute he's a menace he, for this he's one for a, sure for sure a menace he he's gonna come back and honestly be wearing like a i don't even know like like the michael scott tan with the beads in the hair like yeah he's gonna be playing the the hollowed out drum. Yeah. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Um, no, he has denied any offers from any teams. He hasn't even talked to anyone. He's not taking any meetings, no phone calls, nothing. He said, I'm, I just need to get Kyler Murray out of my head. I need oh. to just, I'm, I've had it up to here with him. He needs to just go and <laughs> he, take a five year vacation. He said, I had it up to here and his hand was only at five foot one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cliff Kingsbury, he's not going to find his way back into the NFL anytime soon. But Mm-mm. you know who has, and we haven't heard this name in a long time as we get into some breaking news. Oh, yeah. Jim Schwartz Jimmy. has been hired as the Browns' defensive coordinator going into next season. And the last time we saw him, correct me if I'm wrong, is the Lions head coach. Uh, I don't even know what year that was, maybe like 2016 or something. You are wrong. I'm wrong. He was with the Eagles. He was at the. Oh, really? Yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim Schwartz. Yeah, I think he was with the. He Eagles. was with the Eagles. I think he was defense coordinator. I don't know if it was the year that they won. I think it was the year after that. Okay. Um, man, I think it was the year that they won. Maybe. Part of me remember as remember seeing that ugly face 
and beating Tom. Yeah. Dude, you know what I just realized? What if, what if the Jags and Eagles is a Super Bowl matchup? Yeah. Dude. Doug Peterson gets Doug his Peterson old team. Doug Peterson is looking at his old team. That's. Yeah. Defensive coordinator for the Eagles. Thank you, Logan. For four years. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. He won the Super Bowl with them. Oh okay. Oh, my gosh. Now he has massage man Deshaun Watson and uh, Miles Garrett. Logan, do you have something to say? Yeah, you want to take this from me? <laughs> <laughs> Is it bad that I was thinking of Jim Caldwell, not Jim Schwartz? Oh, dude. <laughs> They're both the Lions They both coach. were Lions head coaches I was thinking Jim time. Caldwell for a second, so I was like, I don't know if he's been coaching, dude. All these guys are on just random teams, and no one knows. They're oh, just know. They go from their... head coach, like, Failing head coaches to just like you know offensive pass game coordinator, yeah, line, offensive line coach, just random assistants, and on then they the just team. come out of nowhere. They're back. Well, with other coaching news, after just an abysmal, mm-hmm. not even abysmal, I guess an abysmal second half in this wild card weekend from the Chargers that resulted in Joe Lombardi, offensive coordinator, being fired and QB coach being fired as well. Is this his fault? Is this Joe Lombardi's fault? Is it the QB's fault? QB coach's fault? I mean, you got to be able to finish a game, especially in like in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. it has been a, a theme most of the season that like the offense at times isn't clicking as well as it should have. Mm-hmm. You know, you got when they're healthy, you have Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, you know, Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert, one of the like premier arms yeah. in the league right now, but for some reason, they have these times when they're just not, for whatever reason, just not hitting on all cylinders and, you know, especially for an entire second half to just get blown out. Like yeah, when, I mean, when you look at that team, they should be, you know, right up against, you know, the Bengals, the oh, yeah. the Bills. Like, they have all these these, uh, these amazing players, but just can't put it together. So, you know, who do you think takes the most blame for this loss, Logan? And we'll go come to you, Lucas, as well, but... Uh, Justin Herbert, Brandon Staley, or offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi. Um, I mean, I I would think you can kind of start with Brandon Staley. Um, you know, the head coach he has say over what happens in the whole game. So mm-hmm. if the offensive game plan isn't working out, he has the ability to change that up. Yeah, and you can even start back like last week when Mike Williams went down. You know, having him play for some reason and. Most of the starters played that Most of the game starters. week 18. And I wouldn't take away blame from the defense. They started off really hot, really, you know, four picks against Trevor Lawrence in that first half. But then coming into that second half, just allowing, I think, what was it, 31 points? Yeah, 31 like, points, and they scored three. Just whatever happened, both sides of the ball just completely fell apart. And, you know... I mean, everyone likes to look at the offense because it's like, yeah, they only scored like they only scored three points. Yeah, and there have been offensive woes like throughout the season, but you can't take away any of the blame from the defense. They if they they could have held up, they could have had the offenses back, but they didn't. I mean, if they they had all the pressure in the first half, and some for some reason those adjustments that the Jaguars made, they could not handle. So, Lucas, uh, where do you stand on this? You know, little debate. Yeah, I just look back to uh, the last week of the regular season and I see that they're putting in their starters and a guy like Mike Williams that ended up getting hurt. And I think he's a big time difference maker in a game and he can bring those explosive plays. And I mean, that could have made the difference, but 
For sure. So I do think Lombardi, it, it does fall on him. I don't see the need to like point the finger at him right away and fire him. But um, like Logan said, like you look at what happened this week and that defense allowed 31 points. Yeah. I think it was all offensive points. I, I think I think the defense, I mean, either loafing it or the defense coordinator taking it like lighter and playing a little looser. I, I just I saw the secondary crumble and the secondary was what was working for them in the first half. And there's all these long touchdowns like you even saw. Yeah. Like what was it Zay Jones? I got a 39 yard tud and dude, he looked he's wide, a difference maker on that wide team. open. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Did Mike Williams play in the game? No. Yeah. Okay. So th- that's a huge difference maker. Oh yeah. Uh, each of us, you know, we were we were doing some things this weekend. We were at a, a winter camp with our church, so uh, we weren't uh, necessarily watching all these games. We were not tuned in, but uh, you know, but we were, but we were at the <laughs> same time. Uh, but might have been a poor choice uh, on our part, <laughs> but we were keeping up to date as much as we could while we were up there constantly. We were Logan. Logan had. I think he had the games, every game going like <laughs> while they were happening. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you check in the score every once in a while. Dude, Logan's literally trying to talk again without the mic. I can't, I don't <laughs> understand this guy. Well, let's move on. Let's yeah, move let's on. get into just a recap of the the games of this week. Guess who won again this week in our picks? Pains me to say it. Logan. Logan. Logan, Logan went Bear. Logan went five and one this week. Me and Lucas both went four and two. And honestly, the only reason why Logan didn't go six and zero oh was because he chose his Ravens. And I know deep down he might have seen thought, I think the Bengals have this. But he he picked his team. And hey, don't say it wasn't without any merit. You saw that game. I actually did not see that game. <laughs> you saw the highlights. <laughs> you heard what happened in that game. Yeah. So five and one, he beat us again. Um Man, it was a good week of football, though. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of good games, a lot of close games. Mm-hmm. So as we get into this, we're going to recap each game, tell you a little bit of what we thought about it, starting with just uh, ravens Bengals, And you can start us off, Logan, since this is your team and, and your guys went out on the field and unfortunately lost. Yeah, you know, sad game for, for us Ravens fans, but I'll try to be give some unbiased um, analysis of the game. Um, obviously, yeah, Ravens being out big thing i feel like on the Ravens side that came out of that um i don't know if you guys had seen the news but just with jk dobbins really being vocal about you know his frustrations with kind of what how the game played out from his perspective you know i think he only finished the game with like 12 carries um on that pivotal goal line drive when tyler huntley sadly fumbled the ball uh, Bengals recovered it for a 98-yard touchdown. No running back carries from within, from within the two-yard line. It was third and goal. They decided. To, I think they sneak. They did two passes and then a quarterback sneak. And he let he made that known. He told everyone he's like he should be getting the ball a lot more. He wants the game. He wants a, the game to be hinged on him. And he's saying I he can get the he can get the ball into the end zone. Um, yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe the Ravens coaches were just like. We don't want to, you know, maybe even injure J.K. Dobbins even more. Who knows? There was injury pass there, but why not put it into one of those running backs' hands to to get it in the end zone? I know. And then even bigger, he, which I I'm not 
I'm not so happy that he said this because it's kind of a dig to one of the players, but he was saying, like, you know, if we have Lamar, we win that game. Yeah. Which I kind of feel bad for Tyler Huntley, though, because he didn't pl- he didn't have the worst game. He, yeah. He did pretty good, all things considered. But, you know, with that game comes, you know, everyone wanting a coaching change, whether it's head coach, which I don't believe in, but definitely offensive coordinator. And then, you know, I'll, I have to give the Bengals their props. Their defense definitely did step up in this game, you know. Uh, even though the Ravens worked down some players, um, they were able to, you know, get some key stops in key situations, you know, interception, uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown, um, keeping the Ravens out of the end zone on that last drive of the game. So yeah. props to the Bengals. Uh, looked a little rough for them, but, you know, they, they move on. Yeah. And it, it's uh, surprising, you know, we all thought this was going to be a blowout, at least me and, me and Lucas thought, because Not there's me. no reason why Tyler Huntley – you know, should have been keeping that game close. But divisional matchups, they're crazy. And another one that was close was the Bills versus Dolphins. And somehow Skylar Thompson brought him back into the game after being down 17-0. So, Lucas, tell me what you were thinking during that game. Dude, I – yeah. Yeah, I, I remember looking at the phone and seeing it was 17-0. And then one of the guys at camp told me – I was like, oh, have you, have you been watching the game? He's like – yeah, dude, I can't believe the Dolphins are winning. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, you're lying to me. And then he's like, dude, I just checked. I'm like, no, you didn't. And then I looked at my phone. The Dolphins were winning. It was like 24-21. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is happening? And then I see, I think Logan had it on his phone, but I saw a play. Skylar Thompson threw the ball right to the Bills' safety. Mm. Literally, like, it looked like he was playing catch with him. <laughs> oh, god, Dude, it was so bad. And then I, I just feel like, that actually looks good for my prediction because the Bills not producing to what they yeah. could be. Um, it, it made me feel a little bit better that I feel like the Bengals are going to beat the Bills in this next round of playoffs. The difference maker, I think, from this year and last year is the absence of Brian Dayball. He seems to be a quarterback coach oh, yeah. and a quarterback whisperer Dude. because he's turning Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones into an amazing quarterback for the Giants. And we're going to get to that now because – Giants versus Vikings was one of the biggest games of the weekend. An upset, you know, beating the number three seed. But we all kind of figured that that was going to happen. Even me, even though I picked the Vikings, mm-hmm. I, f- I thought that the Giants had a great chance because of just the matchup with the Vikings' terrible defense. Yeah, dude, I completely underestimated that offense. I don't know why, but I underestimated Brian Dable. Um, he is, dude, he is the reason why the Giants are doing so good. He is the key factor and the key component why this offense is clicking so well. Like they're not overusing Saquon and they're spreading the ball. Like I feel like their receiving core is not the biggest, but they are athletic and he's using them so well. And they're getting it done. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. They're they're they don't really have a star star receiver on this this team, Mm-mm. but they're spreading the ball around like you said and they're doing whatever needs to be done. To oh, beat yeah. at least this Vikings team who was just abysmal. And now they're going to go up against a Eagles secondary who has been lights out lights out this so season. Good. Yeah, and I mean, I give I'm, we're going to give props and we're going to give credit where credit's due. Like, that defense looked so good. Mm-hmm. Like, the strategy that they went into this game with, with locking down Justin Jefferson, putting double coverage on him the entire game yeah. and shutting down the passing game, like, Dalvin Cook couldn't do much. I mean, that's what 
the only thing Kirk Cousin could pretty much do yes. in his career. I mean, they traded for TJ Hawkinson, mm-hmm. and that worked out during the game. He was yeah. going to him every single play, including when he was fourth and ten and threw it three, three yards. yards. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, it seems like that's that's how you lock up Kirk Cousins and lock up Justin Jefferson is just doubling him. Yeah, and, I mean, I do not think this defense could handle, like, any other teams in this playoff. Like, I even think, like, if they end up going against the Jags in the Super Bowl, I feel like the Jags' offense are going to pull through. But I, I, I just – I think this offense could carry them to another win. Could. But the thing that the Eagles have going for them is their defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I just do not know, and I do not – I'm not 100% sure that this offense could – conquer a defense like the eagles yep and we'll get to more of that a breakdown as we get into the games for next week but another crazy game that went down was jags versus chargers almost maybe the game of the weekend because of how it ended and mm-hmm. the big storyline of just being up 27 to 0 and letting the jaguars come back and chargers only scoring three points in the second half uh it's the third largest comeback in nfl playoff history uh 27 to 0 and they came back one thirty-one thirty. And and there was a we watched we just watched a play right yeah. before starting this of just oh. the fourth down and one I think of uh, to get into field goal range to to basically let the Jags win and they had a great formation of just crazy Trevor Lawrence under center and three mm-hmm. running backs or three halfbacks behind just him lined up there such oh. a I I love seeing those those cool uh, formations that these these uh, offensive coordinators uh-huh. and coaches make yeah. up because. It just makes the game so much yeah. more exciting. And wouldn't you know it, who's their head coach? Oh, yeah, Dougie. Doug Peterson. Dougie the Peterson. The guy with the Philly special. Oh, don't even remind me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Philly special, but uh, the Jags come back and win it. Four interceptions in the first half <laughs> by Trevor Lawrence, and then four touchdowns in the second to just... Dude, tail of two halves. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely living up to the hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're in the playoffs, so. I and did. they're getting it done. He was doubted at first, but, you know, yeah, he's he's getting it done. I mean, I think, what was it, um, their last game this, of the season when they, like, when they beat the Titans, you know, it, was, it wasn't because of him. Yeah. It was their defense, but this time he definitely stepped up and carried the, the team on his back with this. And poor Chargers fans, man. Oh. Another season of just misery. Uh, last season, you know, Braden Staley, you know, he honestly is a, a, a deciding factor of why they're losing these games and just mm-hmm. the, the heartbreak these fans are having. Who knows? It could be everything in altogether, but yeah, you just you shouldn't lose those games in the playoffs. Yeah, it's sad to see with them because they're they are one of the more talented teams in in football. You know, and last like you mentioned last season, it was like you could attribute a lot of their wins last season to Brandon Staley to yeah, the coaching to being just like. Being super confident on fourth down, making sure that they're going after it, but but something's different this season. Yeah, you got to run the ball. You got to find the balance between running and passing when you're up by that much. You got something to say, Lucas, about this game? I'm just excited to talk about the next one. Okay, next game: 49ers versus Seahawks. Uh, it's so interesting, man. I mean, we know the Seahawks don't have an amazing defense; they're young, but they started playing better towards the end of the season. But Purdy let them have it. Oh, dude. What? Purdy, Purdy <laughs> let him have it. Is it? He yeah, did, yeah. dude. Um, dude, I was getting, a, I was getting a little nervous, like, 
dude, again, poor choice on our part. We were watching the game. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this was the game we watched probably the most. Yeah, we watched this one the most. Free but time. Free time. Yeah. yeah, we had free time. It was raining outside, and we did not want to be out there. Um, but I was I was getting nervous until I saw that fumble recovery. That, that dude. That changed the Nick the Bosa, momentum dude, of the game. Oh my gosh, Nick Bosa is a beast. I honestly. Just talking on the topic of the Bosa's, I I think he's gonna have a better career than Joey. Oh, for sure. S- stay healthy and you're good. Stay mm-hmm. healthy, you're gonna have a better career for sure. They're both studs, but it's man. funny the Bosa's plus DJ Watt, like they find themselves injured all oh the time. Oh my gosh! But dude. when they're out on that field, they just turn that defense such upside down. Insane! I they're such good playmakers. I cannot believe the team that they have over there. Yes. that Kyle Shanahan has. And and it, I was just thinking about this today too. I was thinking like maybe three years ago. They they lost the Super Bowl or well, no before that they uh, had like what two and tw- two and fourteen record oh yeah and they they had like um, they drafted what's his name who's now DeForest Buckner and a couple other guys mm-hmm. yeah. and they were just trying to build that defense they traded them away oh yeah but they just turned it all around with oh, Debo man. Samuel Fred Brandon Ayuk Fred Warner Dude. like what a great organization have, the Forty ers have who they have they have uh, Traverius Ward. Yep. Who's the other Ward? Mm-hmm. Jimmy? Jimmy? Jimmy Ward. Ward. Yeah, dude. They um <laughs> I can't believe the weapons. Like all they were missing was a quarterback and who thought that is this their second or third string? Third string. Who thought their third string quarterback was the answer? Dude, that is insane and like the decision to pick up and like trade for CMC in the middle of the season, like, oh, it's gonna go down I as one of the. I can't believe that could get them the Super Bowl. It's gonna go down as one of the best trades ever mid season, dude. Everyone doubted it too because they're like, oh, oh Jeff Wilson's get her. there, Eli Mitchell's there, like, he's probably gonna have to trade reps. Mm-hmm. Jeff Wilson gets trade, Eli Mitchell gets hurt, CMC comes in, stays healthy the whole rest of the regular season. Thankfully, Eli Mitchell gets hurt again. CMC's still there. Now having Eli Mitchell back, like. You have like the double threat in the backfield, one two punch. Oh yeah, and that's how you, that's how you win in the playoffs is too is running the ball good. Oh, hundred percent. Just a couple stats that we want to share. Yeah, dude, dude. Purdy, Purdy, Purdy. Brock Purdy, three forty eight, three hundred forty eight yards, four tutties. Dude, no pass, interceptions. Either. No, no picks. His passer rating, I think I read was like one thirty one point two. Dude. Which is nuts. He is making me look bad, dude. I did not think that he would be doing this good. In the what did I say? I said playoff Purdy, and Play- dude, he is stepping up, and I love to see it. And then you see someone like Debo Samuel, like get carted off the field. What was it like seven weeks ago? Was it, it seven weeks? I, like yeah. six or seven weeks. Like carted off the field to come into this game, thirty-two rush yards, one hundred and thirty-three receiving yards. And a tutty of his own. Insane. Dude, that, and the touchdown, dude, that was a long t- I think it was like 72, 76 yards, something like that. Yeah. But, dude, just, he is so fast. And that defense is just stellar. The, you know, oh the strip sack is what, you know, changed the tides of the game. And, the, you know, Geno Smith is keeping up with him during the during the game. But that strip sack just turned it all all on the, you know, their side. And, yeah. you know, made the, the Niners just walk away with it. At, what was the score by the end of the game? I... 41-17, Logan says. 41-23. 41-23. Close call, Logan. Dude, three sacks, one pick, one forced fumble and recovered fumble, yeah. and five tackles for loss. Dude. Dude, Christian McCaffrey also being a huge factor on that offense. I think he had 
like a hundred, I don't even know, like a hundred thirty something total yards. Yeah. Seventeen receiving, one nineteen rushing, and a tutty of zone. It's huge. You know, forty niners, they are looking like a team to be in the playoffs and they might prove me wrong and uh, make it to the Super Bowl, but we'll I see. I hope so. That's my prediction. Uh, last but not least, let's get this going real quick. Cowboys versus Buccaneers. The Cowboys absolutely demolished the Tom Brady-led Buccaneers, who probably the worst team in the playoffs, arguably. Yeah, uh, one of. Barely made the playoffs with the worst division. Honestly, I think even worse than the AFC South this year. Even yeah. though the records don't show it, uh, it was just abysmal. That was That was a... That was a tough game to watch for, you know, Bucks fans, Brady fans, you know. Tom could – I mean, the whole team looked bad, but Tom couldn't even lead them, right? Like, he yeah. was still missing throws, missing passes, and just, just small little things that just showed you that age might be catching up to him. A little bit. And I'd like to point out, me and Logan did pit the Cowboys to win this game. Yes, sir. We bet against Tom, and bet you don't bet against him, but we did. We did this time. I remember I, I saw this I saw this post. It was saying, like, the whole, like, there's, like, a pattern with Brady's Super Bowl wins where he was, like, mm-hmm. he didn't get to the Super Bowl, then he won, didn't yep. get, then he won. And this was, like, the year that he's supposed to win. Yeah. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. Broke the pattern. And he's probably going to end up going to a different team. I don't expect him to sing. With the oh, don't say that XFL no XFL no, there's pl- there's plenty Lucas. of teams that are looking for a quarterback yeah so he'll find somewhere I mean do you want Tom Brady as your team on your team right now personally I don't know I don't know I I feel like people will st- will try to attribute the offensive woes to uh, like their offensive coordinator yeah and the O line being hurt too but yeah but I mean I mean they had the same OC last year Byron Leftwich but yep. I don't know well, you'll see. We'll see if he goes somewhere or if he retires or maybe he just takes that uh, job doing uh, uh, tele- telecasting and sports yeah. casting. Or, and he, or, you know, he meets up with Cliff Kingsbury up out there in Thailand. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. He's you not know? married. He's anymore. not married. <laughs> He's just, uh, yeah, he could be doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with the Super Wild Card weekend down, we are into the divisional round. Ooh, and baby. the games just are going to keep getting better and better as we lead up to the Super Bowl. Close. Uh, we're going to start with predictions. We're going to go week by week and uh, just kind of talk about each team, each game, and what we think is going to happen. So we're going to start off here with Jags versus Chiefs. Logan, lead us through uh, you know some things that might help them win in this game, whether it's Jags or the Chiefs, and what might hurt them. In this All right. Game. I'm going to start off with those, and then I'm going to lead that into our picks. Our picks, yeah. my prediction. So, you know, I feel like the Jags just got to arrive. They got to ride this wave of momentum that they got. You know, they, they come back um, in week 18, make it to the playoffs, knock out the Titans, and then start off a little, just a little off with this uh, – game against the Chargers, but, you know, they, they storm back both offense and defense stepping up. And, you know, I think they do have the potential to do that, but I like they that is one thing that can help them. Their offense has the ability to explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, their defense has shown the ability to really take over games, force turnovers yeah, the when past, they need to. The past six weeks, right, have just been insane. I talked about it on the podcast last week, but – you know, in, f- in fantasy wise, they were scoring above ten points each week, getting those turnovers, and turnovers in the playoffs in, tur- in any game, right? If if you win the turnover margin, you're winning the game because oh, yeah. there's an extra drive that you have on the field, and the Jags have been doing it. But like you said, uh, the Jags have to beat 
the number one seed. <laughs> number one seed. And so how do you think that, you know, they're going to potentially do that, like you were saying? So I how I think it goes down, if the Jags, for them to win, I feel like it all kind of hinges on how the Chiefs play. Okay. Um, we, It has been shown that the Chiefs have the, um, not the ability, but the disability to play at the level that they're, that of the teams that they're playing. Yeah, or like the the level that they're used to be playing. Yeah, like you saw a few times, most notably that Texans game mm-hmm. with the Chiefs, how they it was so down to the wire. Yeah, it went to overtime. Yeah, you, you're going against Davis Mills as your quarterback. <laughs> you go against Davis Mills, the the Texans offense. That's just not really there. There's no like star receiver there. Yeah, you know. the weak point in the Chiefs team this year has been their defense, and yeah, it's caused them to have to score a lot of points. But uh, they've been getting it done and doing it without Tyreek Hill. So they they have the chance to uh, be upset by the Jags, and uh, we'll see. But if the Chiefs want to win this game, how is, how are they going to win it? They're going to win it by just. Being the Kansas City Chiefs, the high-powered offense that you know that they're known for, you know, you got obviously Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. like future. I would say future Hall of Famer. He is definitely probably the best quarterback that we have in the NFL at the current moment. You got mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, premier tight end. You know, dude, Michael Hardman's back too. Michael Hardman's back. You got um, Jarek McKinnon. Props to, props to that guy. You know, he he has definitely made a career resurgence, you know, coming out of uh, – he was with the, the Vikings for a while, mm-hmm. with the Niners, and now he's really, you know, resurging his career here and making a name for himself, making a name for himself, like with putting himself out there in the offense. Dude, he reminds me of uh, James White-esque James and Dion White. Lewis. Mm. Dude, he is – I mean, he's going to be a big factor in this game alongside Isaiah Pacheco, both – Fast, explosive running backs. And, dude, I, I've i been sleeping on Juju this year. Oh, yeah. For sure. He's their, he's their physical guy. He's their big physical receiver. For sure. What do you think about Kadarius Toney? Um, they got to use him right. Mm-hmm. He has the tendency to, you know, to try too much on plays, to try to do too much. It can hurt him. It can also help them. Um, he's definitely like a human joystick, mm-hmm. if there ever was one. Yeah. But he can he can make an impact. I just don't know if if he will. All right, last thing on this game. How do you think? How do you think this defense is going to size up against this Jags offense? Mm. Especially considering the secondary against this stellar receiving core, surprisingly stellar receiving core. Yeah, I I don't know if they match up well. I think I think the Jags offense definitely comes out hot. Mm-hmm. You know, mixing in uh, Travis Etienne. Yeah. You know, they got Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, you know, Christian, Jones. Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones. I think they have a lot of ways to really, you know, just kind of confuse this Chiefs defense, the defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, and just, you know, making making it a, a high-scoring game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun game. You know, I'm a little, surprisingly me, I'm a little back and forth on this. Yeah. Well, I want a sure answer. So, we're going to go to the picks. Mm-hmm. Who do you think's got this game? This is going to be my underdog pick of the week. Ooh. I'm going to go Jags. I 
I see the Chiefs. That's bold, dude. You know, whether they come out hot or, you know, they kind of sputter at the beginning, mm-hmm. I think it remains close throughout. You know, I think the Jags will, if the Chiefs come out slow, the Jags will take a, I think they take a big league and the, uh, you know, the, the Chiefs will come back, but I don't know if they take it back. And if the Chiefs start out hot, I think the same thing happens that happened in the Chargers game. The, the Jags really show their, you know, their underdog mentality and, and, and storm back for this one. I It's going to be a good game. You know, people are going to really see how lacking this Chiefs defense is. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I think. I think the Chiefs, just because of the Chiefs, I mean, even if they play up to par, I, I think that's enough. I really do. Mason, what do you think? Uh, I'm also going with the Chiefs here. It just seems, uh, you know, the Jags are on fire, right? But uh, they got to keep up with an all-firing all, uh, Chiefs offense with Andy Reid mm-hmm. and Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Like, you got to be able to stop Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So if you if you don't have a game plan going into that, good luck. So – I think that'll be a pivotal moment as well in this game if they can stop Travis Kelsey. Yeah, these linebackers got to step up for sure. So we'll see. But I'm going to go Chiefs as well. So I like it. We'll go into the next game, Giants versus Eagles. This is going to be a great one, divisional matchup. Uh, there's three teams in the NFC East in the playoffs still. Yeah. So, Luca, how are the – let's start with the Giants. How are the Giants going to beat this Eagles team? Yeah, um, I, I think it's it's at home. Uh, for Philly, so yeah. it's gonna be a way for the Giants. It's gonna be loud. I, dude, I think the the Eagles with Jalen Hurts being back, they have a better chance for sure. But looking at how he played in his last game, it didn't look so hot for that offense. Yeah. But I think if they keep utilizing AJ Brown, Devontae Smith the way they ha- that they have Devontae Smith on those screen routes to like just get the first down mm-hmm. and even just getting like. Good yak. I, I, I think that Devonta Smith is going to have a great game. A.J. Brown, he's that deep ball threat, but he's also so good with such strong hands, and he's so physical, beating guys off the line, getting those good slant routes, even like those 10-yard, 12-yard curls, um, picking up easy first downs. And with Dallas Goddard back being yeah. that, under, that underneath guy, dude, I think that this this receiving core is – one of the best receiving cores and most consistent that I've seen in a long time. Yep. Um, and I just think as long as they keep utilizing everybody and spreading the ball, and like, dude, I know Miles Sanders like hasn't been the happiest running back in the last couple years, um, just because his underutilization. Mm-hmm. Keep giving him the ball. Yep. Keep giving him the ball. Like mix things up. Don't be so vanilla. Yeah. And be an offense that can spread the ball and that can stuff out of the hat yeah they get they definitely got to be able to be balanced in this game uh being able to let miles sanders run that rock but use that play action to set up aj brown and Devonte smith downfield oh for sure and if if i were to say one thing that's going to hurt them i i think it could be jalen hurts himself yeah i think jalen hurts could hurt them with being so impatient in the pocket and also if he plays the way that he did in that last game i i think that could hurt them big time um but I'm really looking forward to this defense. Like I I, I'm excited to see this defense going against a pretty hot Giants offense. Yep. But hey, I'm going Eagles. Fly Eagles, fly. Um, it's in Philly. Yep. Um, they've they had what? Oh, just one. They just had one week off. Mm-hmm. Actually, two weeks off if you really think about it. Like two weeks yeah. off, and 
Well, they um, played the Giants the last game of the season. Yeah. And so now they're playing them again. And Dude, same, hey, same thing with the Bengals-Ravens, and we saw how that happened. Yeah, we saw how that happened. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did the Logan did the Bengals uh, beat the Ravens three times this year or just twice? Just twice. Okay, so uh, it shows goes to show just as my my next thing I bring up is that the Eagles have beaten the Giants twice this season, mm-hmm. and they have to beat them again in the playoffs. And the statistics are against them. I don't know exactly the the number, but it's tough to beat a team three games in a row throughout one season, and so that's going to hurt the Eagles in this game. But just to talk about the Giants real quick, I think that. The only way for them to win this game is the fact to get Saquon Barkley going. They're going up against a stout defense, like we said, with the secondary, with uh, Darius Slay, James Bradbury, who was on the, the oh, Giants yeah. defense, who kind of knows what they're doing a little bit. Um, is CJ Gardner yep. Johnson back? And I think he is back, yeah. Ooh. And so they are just stacked. And so they need to be able to get Saquon going and bring those bring those linebackers down to yeah. the safeties. They got some players on that defense, too. So, so we'll see. I'm personally going to go with Eagles as well on this game. Uh, they're my Super Bowl prediction, getting there at least. And uh, what about you, Logan? I I'm not going underdog on this one as as much as I really want to. I'm going Eagles with this one. I think the the Giants just don't have enough to keep up with them, in my opinion, yeah. offense or defense. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit different than this Viking game that we just had because this team has a defense and it's going to be a rough one all around. Uh, so that and, and they cannot double one receiver. Yeah, dude, they have they have way too many. They're stacked. Uh, and like Quez Watkins got the speed too. He's he's really come along. He's come along so well. Yeah. He's like he's like Robin to Batman and Batman. Oh, <laughs> what about uh, Batgirl? Oh yeah, he's, he's Devontae he's, Smith is Batgirl. Yeah, <laughs> or or no, he's Joker. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so that's it for the Saturday games. We're gonna have two games. Yeah, Sunday games now. Bengals versus Bills. Let's talk about it. This is gonna probably be. The game of the week, and so let's all just oh, you yeah. know get some good intel in here. One thing I like to point out: Jonah Williams apparently uh, dislocated his kneecap. He's the left tackle. Uh, he's week to week right now. Mm-hmm. That could be big, dude. Week to week. Oh my god. Week to week on a dislocated. If kneecap. I dislocate my kneecap, dude, I'm done for <laughs> two years. Literally, <laughs> I'm staying out of that game. I'm not trying to have it slide down to my shin. Mm-hmm. So um, this is an interesting game, Lucas, because yeah. and Logan, because oh, yeah. both of them underperformed in the in the wild card round. I I do agree. I but you have to give props to that Ravens defense. I mean the Ravens defense is true. So good. So I I I'm stick obviously I'm going to stick with my Super Bowl prediction of the Bengals beating the Bills. But dude, I like just looking at how the Bills played, I just don't see them matching up too well against this Bengals team. Um it's going to be an offensive shootout. Like yep. it's going to be offense versus offense. Both the defenses are like I mean, they're decent, like top 10, maybe top 15 yep. defenses. But these offenses, I would say top three. Yeah. Both of them. And this is, this was the game that we thought was going to be the game of the year in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, the DeMar Hamlin injury uh, occurred on field, which, yeah. you know, postponed the game. Or not even postponed, just canceled it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, we respect that and the league's um, decision, decision in doing do that. that. Yeah. Um, but – we get it, another chance to see it, and this time in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. More on the line. And and everyone's healthy. And everyone's healthy, except for Jonah Williams. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be a good one. I am going to go Bengals as well. I They're my Super Bowl prediction. Yeah. The Rams, they're Rams. The Ravens' defense was solid. Yeah, and, it was really good. Uh, a divisional matchup as well. So I just don't see uh, 
I mean, I guess the Bills have a good good defense as well. Yeah, their their defense is pretty good. Um, I think the offense is going to continue to hold them though. Like, I, you know, who I'm happy that is doing really good. Two guys that I'm really happy about. Cole Beasley, yes, coming back and like, I love Cole Be- dude, Beasley, dude. I do too. And like he's catching touchdowns from <laughs> retiring what twice this season, yeah, retired twice, and then like another guy. And I'm being biased, but Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir, tell tell us a little bit, a little bit about Khalil Shakir and how excited we are for him because of you know, yeah, who who he is to us. <laughs> yeah, tell him a little bit. Um, he grew up in the same town we did. Uh, we played football together starting on the same side of the ball together um in seven on seven playing for frat boys um and logan actually got to do uh one season of junior all-american with him so that was awesome and got to play with his younger brother tyrese uh khalil is the hometown hero (laughs) yeah it's super cool to see him in the nfl and we're all and once we got once he got drafted we're all like dude he's gonna be catching Passes from, from Josh, Josh Allen and being with Stephon Diggs, crazy. Yeah. Also, fun fact: his little brother is dating our cousin. Oh, don't know. We can't tell the audience. <laughs> um, but I think one deciding factor in this game is going to be whether or not Josh Allen is going to be throwing interceptions or not. Yeah, he has that tendency for sure. So, if it's not, it's going to be just an all-out slugfest of who scores the touchdowns the most and. Who has the ball, honestly, last? But mm. Logan, your prediction? Um, I'm going Bills. Ooh, I I think that I just gotta say. I mean, I agree with the whole thing about like both teams. Yeah, you know, in that wild card round, really not performing to how they should. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it was with the Bills. I know for the Bengals, yeah, like you guys were saying, the Ravens defense is was is one of the best in that in that the playoffs mm-hmm. at this point but yeah i think the bills um just their i think they have a bit more big play ability than the Bengals, even though the Bengals they do have playmakers yeah i just think um i just think that they they have it and you know the whole uh storyline between you know the whole demar hamlin situation how motivated these guys will be to you know pull for their guy Especially in a game that should have happened, um, there's going to be on neutral turf, I, I believe. No, no. Home, no home field advantage for either team, I don't think, right? I think that's for Bills Bengals. Okay, because they were because the the bank the Bengals weren't able to see if they could make it to the the. Lucas, correct us on that, just in case. Look it up for us yeah. while we are. I, I believe that's what it. happened. That's going to be played on neutral turf, like in Atlanta. Yeah, that yeah is that Mercedes Benz? Yeah, yeah. Mercedes Benz. Uh, so you're going Bills. I mean, either way you either way you go in this game, you have a good chance. It's probably fifty fifty, honestly. Yeah. Between the both defenses, who are pretty stout, and just the great they receivers and quarterback they play, seem like a very like similar team to yeah. each other. I'm excited to see it. This is the game I was waiting for all season. Oh, yeah, in the regular you. season, so I'm definitely excited. Uh, you know what's cool? Oh, they don't want to, uh, oh wow! I was gonna say you know what's cool is that they don't want to tell me, but it says stadium. And all it says is Bill Stadium. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, well, it could be Bill Stadium. I'm going to look this Who up. Who knows? I don't, yeah. want, I don't So it says that it is in Buffalo, and this was posted by NBC Sports yesterday. So, I mean, it could be a cold one, boys. Yeah, cold game. They're both used to it, both playing in some you know East Coast weather. 
I guess I think it might be the AFC Championship game of something. Maybe it was that it was supposed to be the AFC Championship game. Probably. I was like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, last game of the divisional round, the Cowboys versus the 49ers. Arguably the best game of the playoffs as well. And they're very similar in in team as well. They both got players on defense, both got players on offense. And when you really think about it, as I was looking through, you know, each position, they both got receivers. Of course, the the Niners got Debo. They got Brandon Ayuk. Who's their third receiver? Juwan Jennings. Jennings. And then on the cap Barry McLeod's their playmaker, dude. George and then on the Cowboy side, you got Michael Gallup, C D Lamb, uh Cedric No, he's not there anymore. Noah Brown. Noah Brown. Dolan Schultz. T. Y. Hilton. T. Yeah, T. Y. Hilton, who's Ooh. just flying behind the radar, and then of course on the the Forty Nine ers. Forgot to mention George Kittle, who's all around and a beast. Uh, but the, the what I think this game is going to come down to is, of course, the quarterback play with these two. Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. who is was leading the league in interceptions. And interceptions or tied while playing six less six less games than everyone. So rough. <laughs> they they would let the ball fly towards the end of the regular season, but. He looked amazing against the the Buccaneers in this uh, wild card game, which could be due to the yeah. fact that the Buccaneers. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not saying much. <laughs> don't have the greatest defense this season. They got a little injured, but great game uh, nonetheless. Yeah, great game nonetheless. The, he was on fire. He had the Peyton Manning fake fake uh, running Dude, back handoff. That to was that was nostalgic. Score Todd. Uh, so that was awesome to see. But both great defenses as well. Oh yeah, you got Dan Quinn who is. Arguably, I I think he could be a head coach again as well. I I think oh, he's yeah. a a great leader and a great defensive mind. Uh, for sure. Except for the second half of the Super Bowl. <laughs> and, uh, sorry, uh, but you got that Cowboys defense as well against the Forty ers who has shown all season long why uh, they're winning games is because that that Forty ers defense crazy. Uh, they just have player upon player upon player. I know. Like, wherever you look, it's like you, they have some dominant force. You got Nick Bosa on the defensive line. You got Fred Warner holding down that second level yeah. in the linebacker spot. And I think, if anything, it might be the secondary that's a little bit lackluster. But, yep. you know, I feel like everyone on that secondary is solid. You have no one who's really, like, lacking. Mm-hmm. No one that... You can honestly target every single play and go, oh. Oh, he's going to make the reason why they lose the game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this is another one of those games could go either way. At each position you look at on paper, there's not one team that leads probably better, I no. think, personally. Yeah, I think the position-by-position position matchups are so neutral. Identical, yeah. Dude, like, I mean, Trayvon Diggs, his, his main coverage isn't the best, so I could see um, Jamar Chase. Like, yep. I mean, not Jamar Chase. Oh. Um, I said, yeah, too. Like, no, I, I know. Like, we agreed. Uh, I can see Debo Samuel. Like, his, him and Brandon Ayuk's routes are so clean, dude. Yeah. I, I can just see them getting open a ton. And um, the sad thing, though, is that the my, one of my favorite players this year, Christian McCaffrey, CMC, uh, these linebackers and these D-linemen are fast, dude. So I, I don't see a lot of screens. Um, coming out of that backfield, I can see a lot of dump offs just because I mean they're going to apply a ton of pressure on Purdy. Um, so I do see CMC gain more receptions this game than maybe even more than rushing mm. because this 
defensive front is so good, dude. Yeah. Um, one thing to keep note of, and he says he's okay, and he says he's good to go. Oh, um, who is it? Who is it? So Micah Parsons has a rolled swollen ankle. Ooh. Um, he says he's good, and he's, like, monitoring it, but he's going to be okay. He's excited for the matchup. And he's had an ongoing hand injury since the last week of the regular season. So wow. two things to watch out for for their star player on that defense. Um, dude, he posted on Twitter today or yesterday. He's coming for vengeance, and he is not happy. Yeah, this is a rematch of last year's playoff game. Yeah, he, dude, he's uh, he's going to come here with – like, he's going for throats, dude. Yeah. I, I'm excited to watch this game, and it, I think it will come down to the coaching Oh, because yeah. of how identical this game is. And you got Kyle Shanahan, an offensive mastermind, mm-hmm. and Mike McCarthy. And when you put them against so each other. So much experience in the playoffs. He's got a lot of experience, but he's got he's been looked down upon recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, being criticized for not having good time management in I the agree. game. Uh, but it's going to come down to them. And, man, the more I think about that, I don't want to pick who I'm going to pick, but I am. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys. Oh no! I think they're gonna dethrone uh this Niners defense who and team who've just been looked at as Super Bowl contenders the entire season. It's a it's an odd play for sure, but I'm just gonna keep going with this Brock Purdy thing as long as it goes and say, mm-hmm. not enough experience. I mean, hey, here's all I'll say. You said that last week. Look what just happened. Yeah. Um, Dak Pre- rather Dak Prescott also doesn't, but he has more seasons in the league. Yeah, I I feel like this defense is a little too advanced for, um, I would say maybe even like the run game and the pass game. Yeah, I I do see like how many weapons Dak has. Like he is going to like he's gonna have so many opportunities to like make big plays with these receivers, but. He's just so susceptible to throwing interceptions that I feel like this defense is going to have a field day yeah. and have a lot of turnovers. It's I honestly think if it comes down to anyone on the offense, it's going to be Tony Pollard getting the ball and yep. hoping to find some some hole in that defense, which is very unlikely. Yep. But dude, he is a hard runner. He hits the hole fast. Like he doesn't he doesn't go left to right. Like he's north to south all the way. Um, it, it's it's gonna come down. I agree. It's gonna come down to a quarterback's game. Like, is Purdy gonna step up and keep playing his game and do what he does? Mm-hmm. Trust God. Yeah. Um, and is Dak Prescott? Is he gonna? Is he gonna be, earn his money, dude? Yeah. Is dude? If he wins the Super Bowl, he gets a million bucks. Did you guys know that? No. So that's he, crazy. Him and Kirk Cousins had a million dollar incentive going into this playoff. So I mean, he's going for. The, he's literally going for the money. They paid him big money for. To win playoff games, and he's won one, I think, in his career so far. So it's yeah. time for him to earn his his keep. Yeah, I agree. I I, I just see the Cowboys as a choking team, okay. and I, I'm obviously going to stick with my Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl prediction. prediction. And I'm going Bengals 49ers Super Bowl. 49ers are winning this game against the boys. This this team is unlike any team I've seen in a long time. Yep. A long time. It's a classic matchup for sure. They've been. This has been a, a great uh, playoff matchup ever since you know the dawn of the NFL. Yes. And uh, yeah. So Logan, your picks and why? I'm going Niners too. Um, I think I do think I give respect to the Cowboys defense for sure. I think they're going to get after Brock Purdy. It's going to be a tough game for him. He's going to get sacked by Micah Parsons. Um, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one for them. But I do think that their defense is going to step up. It's gonna be a defensive battle. The Kyle Shanahan led offense is gonna make plays when they need to. George Kittle, you know, Debo Samuel, yep. Brock Purdy will show that he's not just this Mr. Irrelevant rookie quarterback yep. who's just built into a good system. He's gonna be showing that he's like He's a quarterback that he will probably be leading this offense for for the next years to come. Yeah, and and let's just say they they win, right? They win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. What do the Niners do? Dude, they got they got three quarterbacks in their locker room. Trey Lance, who hasn't shown himself in uh, any you know level on the field. Yeah, nothing meaningful. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who took him to a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, but. And he was he was playing pretty good but this year too. Injuries have derailed his career a little bit, and then now Brock Purdy. So, who knows? Maybe you stick with the young buck and keeps money in that you know your salary cap. I think they I think they do what they were trying to do at the beginning of the season and shop, you know, shop Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, to to one of those teams that um, that really needs a quarterback because you know there's there's plenty of them at least at this point that really need it, but. I do think they should shop Jimmy G, and then you kind of let Trey Lance and Brock Purdy kind of fight it out because you know they spent a they spent mm-hmm. a draft pick on Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I I'm also looking at the cap room. Like I'm looking at who I'm paying the most, and I'm looking at who I can get the most money for. Um, this is going to help out with the team in the long run. I say look into a little bit more um, defensive players in this draft. Maybe even like build up the offensive line even a little bit more. Um, I I think. Pay the players you have now the money that they deserve because with a team like this going this far into the season and like doing this well, I'm, I want to make sure that they're happy. I don't I don't want to be outsourcing too much, so I'm gonna free up as much money as I can so I can be paying the players that are taking me to a potential Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? And so I say, dude, let Purdy and Lance, I, I let them duke it out. Yeah, I, that's my take too. All right, well, we are excited for this divisional uh, playoff divisional weekend, and great games are going to be going on from here on out as we get closer and closer to the Super Bowl. Uh, Lucas is dying to say something real quick. It's been so good to break it down with you guys. Yes. If I could just say so. I've been breaking it down this entire time. I've actually been dancing. been dancing this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I talk about Brock Purdy, I'm like, I'm hitting the Purdy. Yeah, every time I talk about the Patriots, oh. Oh, oh shit. Every time I talk about the Ravens, oh. Oh. Okay. Every time I think about Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos, oh. oh Russell oh. Wilson. Oh, <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett. Well, that'll, that is going to do it for this episode of The Breakdown. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. Follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram, The Breakdown On Air. Uh, hopefully, we'll get on Twitter and everything Twitter, else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll Maybe see. the NFL will sponsor us one day. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, we'll see. Or DraftKings. Yeah, DraftKings. Uh, yeah. It is because of you guys that we keep doing this. Yes. I mean, whatever the following, whatever the size, we're doing this because we love to talk about football. Yeah. And we're doing this because we want you guys to know as much as possible about the sport. Mm -hmm. And we'll get some Q&As going, too, Mm -hmm. and put some of these on the episodes and just kind of talk about what you guys have to say as well. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in the divisional round, and we'll see you in the next episode. See you next week. It's been great breaking it down with you. Later. Later.